it's it's, it's not looking good. We've tried to make a thousand trades. Yeah, me and Biebs. We've tried to put in like eighty dollars for Jerome Ford, and Jock Peterson took a hundred dollars, or took him for a hundred dollars. So you know what that means. I have to go slap Jock now, right? Ah. <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 211 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. We are more than honored to be joined by not only one of the legendary baseball players of all time, maybe the greatest reliever of the 21st century. He is none other than Austin Hedges of the Texas Rangers. Hi, bud. Rosie. All right. So you're, let's start with this. Let's get it out in the clear. You're working on some iPad, and you have no idea where to put your eye line for this. What What's going on? Do you Let's try and figure this out. I mean, like, I'm looking at myself. I'm trying to get, like, this good angle. I watch other guys do, you know, podcasts like this where they're clearly filming on an iPad horizontal like they want it. And the camera, there's no camera on the top. But I think I was telling you earlier, is like, that's just too much. I don't know if. That might be like iPhone like 20. Like that's the technology isn't there yet for the, the camera. So, so do you know where the camera do you know where the camera is right now? Dude, I know where the camera is. All right. So I just see, looking. There it is. I can, is that it? I was staring right at it the whole time now. Oh God. This is great. What are you drinking? Coffee, man. Fuel Love up. Love it. I love up. Okay. When was the last time you got a haircut? May? No, I got a nice trim uh, about maybe two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to maintain a little a little length, but not let it get too crazy like back in the Cleveland days. It was it was a lot. Um, so you've got some cool red um drapes behind you. Are you staying at a red roof inn? Yeah. Yeah, we're just staying at a red roof in here in Dallas. <laughs> Trying to save some money. Actually, we are saving a lot of money in Texas, man. Every home game. Oh, good, great. good call. Good yeah. call. Yeah, what I, I don't even know what the when you get traded and stuff, I know we we talked once since you were traded, but how does all this work? Do you do they pay for like two weeks in a hotel? Do they give you uh per diem when you get traded? Like what happens? You get uh, you get what's called seven and seven, and it's I believe the way it is. And I mean, honestly, actually, this was when I came up. I had uh, I, it might have changed a little bit, but I think it's just it's called seven and seven, and uh, seven days at a hotel, seven days per diem. Um, so I guess you have time to go find a place, and that's pretty much what what I did. Got it. What's seven days per diem? What's per diem these days? Hundred bucks, hundred bucks a day. I mean, considering that when you go to the ballpark, you're fed meals every day anyway. It's just a little extra spending cash. Yeah, a little extra spending cash, cash to play some some cards on the plane. Do we still tip guys? I, I forget what the rules are now in the clubbies. Yes, they just don't. Uh, what's the difference there on salary now? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you absolutely tip clubbies. It's one of the big deals at the end of the year. Um, you know, all the people that take care of you, um, all those guys are, they go way out of their way for us. Uh, so, uh, it's, it's awesome to take care of them a little bit. 
I wonder, like, the guys who really make bank, you know, like the Scherzers of the world, you know, guys who are good dudes and make $40 million. I can only imagine what they tip. I know. I heard I, I heard an old Manny Ramirez story that he he had this clubby uh, somewhere. I don't remember if it was in Boston or L.A. And there was this clubby that kept taking care of him. Like he kept having them do all this stuff for him all year. And like tips were coming up and like Manny like never tipped this guy. This guy was like starting to wonder like what's happening. And then he like last day of the season, he like Manny has him go take uh uh, like luggage to this car and uh, and he'd bought him like a, I don't know, it was like a, a Bentley or, or something crazy. Like he basically just like bought him like a sick car instead of tip. Here you go. Here's this amazing. So uh, I only, just, oh, I wonder. Yeah. Like guy, that's a guy with a lot of money. He can be like, you know what? You took care of me. Here's a Mercedes. That's pretty damn good. Pretty good. Holy shit. I'm in. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about your your relief efforts. I saw you doing this against my team in Cleveland. Your old buddies. Was that was that fun or was that a grind to have to pitch against these guys? Uh it, I mean, it was fun, but like the shitty thing with when with pitching for me is it, it it's happening because you know all my teammates and like we're, we're not playing well <laughs> you know we're getting our we're getting our ass kicked like no one else is really having fun so i gotta like you know as much fun in the moment to go look in the cleveland dugout and acknowledge all my boys over there and try and have a little fun with it but also you know efficiently trying to just quickly get through the inning as best i can uh, you know, to be, essentially just get this game over with. So it's like, it's bittersweet at the same time, you know? I understand that. But still, I mean, you understand, ass kickings happen in 162 game schedule. They just do. But they do, but those are your boys. Those are your friends, you know? Those are your brothers that are like having a bad day. And then you got to go into the clubhouse with them. Like, you want to be that guy? No. You know? I get it. But when you looked over into the like, did anybody yell at you the next day or from Cleveland and be like, "My God, really good stuff"? Yeah, they were all we were, we were all joking at joking about it pretty much the whole series after that. Uh, yeah, it was just in, in between innings. I was I was mimicking uh, Shane Bieber's windup, so I'm looking over at him. I'm doing my my best impression of his windup and actually kind of throwing a little bit hard. And then like the game comes around and it's like. I'm gonna literally see if I can how slow I can throw this pitch to make it to home plate. Pretty good. Do you know your stats, by the way, on the mound? I know I got a strikeout, and that's all I care about. You do have a strikeout. You have an ERA under five. Under five. Your ERA plus is ninety-eight. Did you know that? No. Do you know that the league average is like 100? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. You are almost a league average pitcher. Under the bat speed, man. <laughs> Under the bat speed. My God. Is there somebody that you wanted to pitch to? I know that, you, once again, you don't want to be in these games. But is there like one guy who you say, man, that would 
be kind of cool if I could face him before it's all said and done. So <clears throat> obviously there's a couple. I absolutely would never want to face Jose ever. No, that just would it. He would not have been jammed like all the other guys for some reason. He just would have hit it a thousand feet and I'd have been like, fine, here you go. Uh, but the so apparently, uh, right as I'm, I'm like, I'm going out to take the mound and I'm just staring in their dugout doing like some arm circles, just like kind of like looking at them. And one of my main guys over there, Cal Quantrill, he apparently goes up to DeMarlo Hill, the bench coach, and was like, bro, I will literally pay you to give me a net bat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go pitch hit. And DeMarlo's like, he actually thought about just like throwing him, throwing him out there, and that would have been – if I was going to face anybody, Cal would have been a pretty good one. That would have been great. Would have been perfect. If the guy hadn't had a season full of injuries, maybe it happens. Maybe. 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 Dare to dream. There's always next year. Today's episode of the Chris Rose Rotation presented by these guys at Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Now, Shady Rays offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair ever worn. Got these durable frames, these extremely clear optics. You look amazing, by the way. So they make you look great, but they keep cash in your wallet. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. Every pair of these bad boys, backed by lost and broken replacements. What does that mean? When you own them, day one of ownership. You leave them somewhere, you sit on them in your car, you break them, they will replace them with a brand new pair. There's no questions asked. So if you come up with some sob story, you call them on the phone, they don't care. They're like, Mr. Rose, we've got your address. We're sending you a brand new pair. We got it covered. That's the way you roll. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. I want you to head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code word ROSE. Listen to this. You're going to get 50% off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. And that offer now applies to the custom Jimmy and Jake collab shades as well. What does that mean? I've tried both pair on. I did it when we were taping Floorball 2. You look amazing. You feel great. You might not be as cool as Jimmy and Jake, but you can certainly look as good. So head on over to ShadyRays.com. You will look world class. How did those conversations, by the way, go with Bochi? Like, does he come up to you and he's like, oh, we need uh, we need an arm. Right you mind throwing a little bit? Or? <laughs> it started the first time uh, it happened. He looked at me. He's like, hey, can you throw? And I'm like, oh, like, it like took me a second. I was like, oh, like, you want me to pitch? I was like, he's like, can I throw? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then the rest of the times I've basically just kind of like, I can, you know, the writing's on the wall. You can kind of see what's happening. And like, and it's kind of just like a little look and like kind of, yeah. And then uh, uh, our, our catching guy, uh, Bobby Wilson, he'll come up to me sometimes be like all right you're gonna go pitch now so what happens you do you don't go out to the pen do you <laughs> no no i just go out there and lob balls i don't need to be loose i'm i mean i am loose because i've been throwing like weighted balls and stuff throughout the game in case i got to come in right. but like baseball and stuff like you're good okay 
All right. Um, so it kind of gets us to a bigger picture here. You, you haven't, I think you've gotten 21 at bat since you got traded or something like that. You are the ultimate team guy. I mean, I've been around a lot of baseball players and you are all about the team. I get it. Has it been difficult for you to see as little action as you have? No, not even a little bit, to be honest, man. Uh, it's been, I love my role. It's a, it's one of those like special teams, you know, that's got like, like everyone's connected, you know, every single day, you know, you're looking forward to going into the field. It's like, it's one of those like really, really good groups. And, you know, at, at this point in my career, at least, at, or at least even this season, like that's all that like matters to me is a group like that, that wants to win a world series, not just win, like win it all. Um, and to be a part of that is like, uh, you know, to feel like, you know, for a team to appreciate what I do enough to be like, Hey, we need you as this role, you know, to help us win a world series. I'm like, absolutely. That's honestly, it's an honor. It's like, I feel, feel great about it. Um, at the same time, you know, I get to work with Jonah Heim who, you know, is arguably the best catcher in the league right now. And like, the, I love that stuff. Like that's the stuff that truly like me makes me look forward to going to the field every day. So I've been having an absolute blast. I mean, I imagine you didn't know most of these guys well at all, other than to say hello, because you've been competing against them for a decade, and that's about it. Who's the guy or guys that you have bonded with? You were like, man, this is awesome. This is, I'm so happy I've been here for this short spin. Uh, so many of them. I mean, I could just like go around like the guys with the lockers next to me from Ezekiel Durand, Travis Jankowski, Will Smith, Andrew Heaney. It's like... Every single one of them I have that feeling about. And like it's been, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's literally, it's just, it's, it's a blast on a daily basis with them. Good. Good. All right. As we talk, we are taping this on a Thursday. You've got an off day here, and then you've got Seattle coming to town over the weekend. So that'll be a huge series for both of you. I mean, basically, if you look at the, at the American League standings between the West and the bottom of the wild card, it's essentially, four teams to make three spots. So it's you, Seattle, Houston, Toronto. First of all, how much scoreboard watching have you been doing? A lot of scoreboard watching. It's awesome. That's the, you know, if you have the, if you're in a position to be able to scoreboard watch, you know, you're doing something right. Like that's cool. Like, you know, it's not dictating anything, but it's still, it's fun to know, like, you know, how much these games matter. Like for us, the playoffs have already started, you know, especially tomorrow, the playoffs start like, you know, so you're telling me it's freaking playoff baseball in September. Some things need to go your way sometimes on the scoreboard. Yeah. Do a little bit. Well, for you guys, it's nice because you play so many teams that are right with you that you win We'll see you in October. It's that simple. It is. It is that simple. Yeah. Um, do the games feel different at this time of year? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just in the sense that, like, you know, maybe it's the crowds, too. Like, you know, it's like the, the whole, the whole environment is a little bit more 
intense. Mm-hmm. And so, so that I think that'd be re- really the only thing. The only difference would be, you know, it, it feels that way for you and for your team, but sometimes you go out and play teams that don't have that sense. They're not out there playing playoff baseball. They're just playing. They're out of it. And then you're out there being like, we got to win all these games. So I think that's the different part. It's like pretty much like starting in September. It's like, hey, we got to win all these games, no matter who we're playing, no matter if they think this is a playoff environment. Like every game for us is like playoff game. We got to go win this game. All right, more of the show is coming your way. But first, you ever hop on your phone and you're like, I've got this app on here. I have no idea what it means. Oh, it's not a big deal. Then you check your credit card bill and you've been getting charged $6.99 for the last 18 months for something you downloaded to use one time and you wish you'd gotten rid of it. Well, that's where our friends at Rocket Money can lend a helping hand. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps you lower your bills, and it's all in one place. So with Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the subscriptions you don't want with just a single press of a button. What does that mean? Sometimes you have to wait 57 minutes on a phone call to cancel a subscription, and then they end up disconnecting you anyway. Or you send an email, and somebody ignores it for a full week, and you sit there and wonder, hey, has anybody actually read this damn thing? Well, Rocket Money does all the heavy lifting for you. They also let you monitor all your expenses in one place. They recommend custom budgets based on your past spending. They'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. It's incredible. And with over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of 720 bucks a year. I will repeat that. Do you want an additional $720 this year in your hand or not? I'm taking the cash. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions. Manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rose. Once again, that is rocketmoney.com slash rose. Enjoy saving money. For the Rangers, it's been a really interesting season. Before you got there, they were amazing. And that included even after they lost Jacob deGrom after six starts this year. So then you arrived right when Max Scherzer arrives. They're like, okay, my God, what a ballsy trade to go get Max Scherzer. And then he pitches, and there's something a little off. He says it, and then he shut down. When that happens, I know this is a sport. Every sport has to be next man up mentality. But was that, that had to have been a kick in the balls for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and he's such a leader on our team as well. He, uh, you know, he... He thrives on being an ace, being, you know, being the guy, being one of the best of all time, really. Uh, And, you know, I think that was, you know, everybody feels that. But, you know, the impressive thing for him is (laughs) you wouldn't you couldn't even tell the next day or two that that he was hurt or that he wasn't pitching. Like he showed up like literally the exact same guy getting his work in. Like I, I literally like I. Five days after the injury, I'm like, okay, is it is, is he pitching today? Like you'd think he's still pitching, and he's and he's just not. But he's just doing all the same things, acting the same way. It's honestly, it's it's incredible, and it's just one of those reasons why you're like, okay, like that's one of the reasons why you are as good as you are, and you have been for so long. Um, I've always heard about Scherzer that guys, you know, they stay out of his way when he pitches because he is as intense as anyone on game day 
And the other four days a week, he is bothering the shit out of everybody in a good way in the dugout. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. That's very accurate. It's it's why him and I get along so well when he's just in the dugout, because that's all we're like, I'm doing the exact same thing. And then we're doing it to each other. And so it's just constant, you know, just constant ball talk, constant chatter, uh, trying to push push some guys buttons every now and then. Uh, but yeah, when he's pitching, it's you let him be. He's he doesn't need if you're not the catcher or the pitching coach, he doesn't need your help. He's got it. So don't tell him good job. He hasn't done anything yet until his day is over. The second he's done for the day, he just turns around and he's all right, boys, here we go. High fives everybody, gets up on the top rail and it's like starts talking about anything. <laughs> it's it is like full locked in and then for the boys. That's awesome. It really is. I love that. That's cool that at this point of your career, you get to, who knows if the relationship continues between you and the Rangers. He's still under contract, I believe, for another. So you have another year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But at least you get a little little taste of what it's like to be Scherzer's teammate. That's neat. That's neat. Yeah. Um, what has impressed you most about Corey Seager? The, oof, uh, I've never been, I've never seen someone so obsessed with like details of like, like preparing to swing. He just, he, all day, every day, he is just mastering the setup position that he needs to be in to go take his A swing off of off of whoever he's facing, whether it's a righty, a lefty, submarine, who it doesn't matter to him. And he goes out and he just, every pitch he swings at is his A swing without any hesitation. And that, that to me is the most impressive thing. Like it's, it's so hard to go like, just trust to just take your best swing and like still be able to cover all the pitches. Like you just, you just, it just seems like he just takes a swing and he, it's such a good swing that he's in the zone for so long that he just has so much room for error and the ball is going from one foul pull or one foul line to the other foul line. And it's going to be hit really hard. Hmm. It's uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Really. I think he probably finishes runner up to Shohei for MVP. Yeah. I mean, it's to, to, to beat Shohei, with the with the pitching stuff like it's that's just you know it's pretty much impossible um you know even judge last year like it it what it took breaking the al home run record to like you know barely have like more war than him right right you no know, like like you could still argue like shohei was a freaking mvp last year uh and Corey's doing something stupid this year you know when you when you're finishing with a thousand plus ops um and honestly, in the amount of homers, doubles, and RBIs, in with the amount of time that he's missed, right, is, I mean, he's doing he's doing one of the it's it's special, man. It's uh, it's fun to watch. I'll tell you that. How uh, how interested will you be in Shohei's contract in the offseason? I'm very intrigued. I mean, it's it's a big deal. I mean, it's going to set the market for a lot of things. You know, like will it? I mean, come on. We're talking about one of one. There's nobody in the history of this sport or ever you again. Don't, will... You don't think they'll take advantage of that? Of course they will. Like that, well, Of course the, the, they will. 
I so do. that's what I'm saying. It's going to set the market. And it's to a certain extent. It's going to, if he, whatever he gets, it's like, okay, now next year, Acuna, <laughs> but are you Shohei? Like, you're, like, whatever it is, the next tier is still such a tier down. That's right. like, if Shohei is getting, if he signs one of those, you know, three years, 300 million, you know, that, that really, that's, that's, that's a nice little thing for the market. You know what I mean? I bet you, I don't, first of all, I don't think, it, I don't think he goes short deal at all. I think he wants security. And I think any team that tries to play the game of, well, you know what? We'll pay you for this if you do both, but we'll pay you this if you're just a DH. That that would be a hang-up by his agency. That would be a thank you very much. We're going to move on to the next team because they hold all the leverage. I don't give a shit if he just had his UCL repaired for a second time. Like All leverage. He's, uh, he's the best baseball player probably to ever live. Most talented. Most talented, yeah. So you got to treat him like it. I mean, you've been back there when he's hit, right? Oh, it's silly. I mean, just you, if you just go watch his batting practice, he's doing things that like guys just don't, you know, just human beings can't do. Did you face him when he's on the mound? Yeah. I'm in his strikeout book. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm, I'm very proud. Is it, is it nasty? Yeah, it's nasty. It's like, uh, he's throwing a hundred, like he's throwing noise, and and then and then he's throwing his breaking pitches, like you know, just like like you Darvish, where he's shaping it. The breaking pitches all have different shapes, so you don't really like. You know, most guys are facing like fastball slider, like okay, like fastball got to get above that thing, slider like kind of got to get below it, like just acting like a slider, but he's throwing like a cutter, a slider, a sweeper, a curveball. Like it's a lot of different types of breaking pitches to go with a hundred. And it's tough, man. There's a reason he's, he strikes so many guys out. He's got a split finger too. Crazy. Is he, is he harder to figure out as a pitcher or a hitter? Uh, probably pitcher, probably pitcher. Cause like, I mean, obviously he's, I mean, he's just hit 300 and whatever, how many homers, whatever OPS. So I mean, like if you go scout for him hitting, there's not a whole lot of options. There's really not a whole lot of options unless you're Tristan McKenzie, Tristan McKenzie. He, he can't hit Tristan. I know that. But not everybody is as nasty as Tristan is. Uh, what did he have trouble with against McKenzie? It was a fastball curveball. He couldn't hit. He couldn't hit. He couldn't hit Tristan's curveball, and the combo with his with his great heater at the top of the zone. But it was Got mostly it. curveballs. Uh, yeah, man. There's just there's not a lot of places to go where I think pitching. I think he he loses it enough and like starts walking dudes, and he'll he'll make enough mistakes where. When he's hitting, he doesn't make mistakes. Like, if you make the mistake, like, it's just a homer. 
Wow, oh wow. Does the time fly? I mean, it's already week three. And with another week of football, DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets and throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with the code ROSE and new customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With promo code ROSE, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee, partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash Football turns for eligibility, terms and responsibility gaming resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Now back to the show. One thing we haven't talked about with your team, part of the reason that it's struggled at times here in the second half has been the bullpen. Okay. Outside of you. Outside of you. Uh, It's gotten a little bit better lately, which is good. But there was a run where it was really, really ugly. Do games where your pen falters, even though it counts the same in the loss column, does it hurt more? Is that tougher to shake off when when you have leads and bullpens are costing you? I don't think so, man. It's just it was just every loss is a loss. Every loss sucks. Like especially like in September, like trying to make a playoff push. If you lose, like that that loss sucks, and it doesn't really matter if it was if we if we got blown out or if we blew the lead you know kind of like what i was saying when like when when i'm when i'm out there pitching it means like you know when we lose someone had a someone one of your brothers had a really bad day you know so it doesn't matter if that was a relief pitcher a starting pitcher you know if it's Corey seager it could be anybody like it's they're all equally you know feeling the 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 pain of the loss that they feel like they contributed to because that's how that's how we are as baseball players it's like if you don't have a good game like in your head you're you have to figure out how to get rid of the the voice that's telling you this was your fault when it's not you know and uh so so they really they, they really all just hurt the same in 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 relation to like you look around and like someone's suffering on your team and you know, so are you cause you didn't win. Okay. Fair enough. Let's talk about um, some fun stuff here. How's that fantasy team? Oh God. Really? Nick Chubb, JK Dobbins. Oh, Ah. Did I just hear Robbie in the background just go like, oh, somehow? I, th- I think that might have been me. Although that he you. might have. <laughs> wow. 
If you had said Aaron Rodgers was your quarterback, you could have hit the trifecta. No. Uh, yeah, it stinks. We, we're one and one. Uh, luckily, we have CeeDee Lamb and Debo Samuel. And that's, and that's about it. It's, it's, it's not looking good. We've tried to make a thousand trades. Yeah. Me and Biebs. We've tried to put in like $80 for Jerome Ford and Jock Peterson took a hundred dollars or took him for a hundred dollars. So you know what that means. I have to go slap Jock now, right? (laughs) That's funny. Uh... he, He did it to himself. No, but it's a. Uh, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. This it, it doesn't feel good when you when you care enough about something like fantasy football and listen to enough podcasts and bullshit and just suck at it to start. Oh, soul crushing. Yeah, you're gonna have to make some trades, dude. If you if those are your top two running backs, it's we're in a we're in a group chat with every single person in the league trying to get trades done and can't get anything everyone hates our players <laughs> do you, who do you ha- let me hear your team let's go so right now this week we're starting lamar jackson samaje pirine oh my God. matt Breida, uh cd lamb debo samuel hunter henry and zay flowers Your running backs might be the worst of all time. Of all time, we 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 got outbid. We can't make a trade. We have Gus Edwards. Do you start Gus Edwards or Samaje Piran? Oh, I would go Gus Edwards. Gus. Yeah, I know that some people are big on Justice Hill. Still, Gus is the if guy. If someone that's... scores, it's going to be Gus, probably. Well, they used Justice the first week down at the goal line, but I, I still, you know, Gus has done enough over the years, in my opinion. I can't believe it's Samaje Pirine. Dude, I mean, we had we had Nick Chubb and uh, J.K. Dobbins, like, like just rolling. Our team was great with that. It was great. So I'm going to tell you, I've been filling in uh, last week and the next couple weeks for the Brown's regular play-by-play guy. Unfortunately, he's really ill, and so they needed some help, and so I'm doing this. And so I was there Monday night calling the game, and when it happened with Chubb, they put it up on the big board for some reason. They showed it in the stadium. Like, I'll say this. The the people in Pittsburgh were wonderful. Like, everybody is there so helpful. But whoever decided to put that up on the big board made a big fuck-up. Like, you don't do that. And None of the players want to see it. Nobody in the stands wants to see it. It was this huge groan. It was so gruesome. Horrible. Horrible. There goes your fantasy Uh, season, too. There goes my my regular team season. Hopefully. What do you think? Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt? Oh, Jerome Ford. It's not close. Not close. Not close. Kareem Hunt's going to be like a 6-10 to touch guy at best. At best. Okay. That's where he is in, at this point of his career. Jerome Ford, they they believed in him. It's part of the okay. reason they didn't bring back Kareem Hunt. Right. That's that. That's that. Who's the guy in the in your uh, – first of all, Fam's not in the deal, right, Amo? 
No, not anymore. Okay. Is there somebody new? Oh, yeah. Lots of new guys. The league kind of rotates a little bit. Oh. Anybody fun in the baseball world that we should know about that's joined? Um, This year, JT Rail Muto and Kyle Schwarber. Nice. Um, who else? Who else? Dave Portnoy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still Bregman. He's been in it. I think it's just... still in it. Huh? Crowdy's still in it. Who? Trout. Trout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, he, but he gave up the commissionership, didn't he? He did, yeah. The one of one of Portnoy's guys runs uh does is just like the commissioner of the league and like takes care of all that, which is very nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Trout was getting worn out. <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm out on this. <laughs> Amazing. And he's such a nice guy, too. Like he's the best. He really is. Good dude. Game needs him back. Uh yeah. Please. I would be curious to see if he asks for trade this offseason. That would I think it'd be good for baseball. Hell yes, it would be. Come on. Oh. Although I think it'd be really tough to trade. Thirty seven million a year over the next seven is what he's making. He's thirty two <sighs> years old now, I think. It's my trout though, man. <laughs> you know? That's how if you if you're in a win now, you want to go. It's like you go get it and now. You just you're probably going to win now. If you already have a good team, you go get maybe the second best player in the world. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. I, I know that you're not in the Angels clubhouse, okay? So I preface it by saying that. I know that. I don't know how much you've been following the Anthony Rendon stuff, but he's had another year where he just hasn't been on the field at all. Um, several weeks ago, reporters wanted to ask him about how he was doing. And he said, he turned to them and he said, no habla inglés today. Walked out of the clubhouse. If that happens, even with a guy who's got basically a decade in and has had a very, very good career like him, do you say something to him like, dude, just clean it up a little bit? You know, those are I guess, those are the things where you don't know what's happening. The reason why he would say that, you know, he might have a really good reason for why he said that. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, media says things that that you take personally, and mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's the thing. It's like I don't know. Like for all we know, it was you know, it was provoked. So could have been. Could have been. I, I, I suppose it could have been. But don't you have to know that whether you like media or don't like media, and, and I think most of the people in the media are good good people. There are some who will, will write anything, and that's a bad stain, just like there's great 95% of the baseball players, if not more, are amazing. There's always a little group that are assholish, like every facet of life. But don't you guys realize that that's the only conduit you have to fans, so that's how what they're going to hear? So wouldn't you, even if you don't like a media member, that you would say, hey, listen, I'm not feeling great. I don't have any news for you. If I do, I'll let you know. The, absolutely. I, that Your logic makes sense. It's That's very logical. But mm -hmm. 
the 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 every day of it is 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 its own grind that like it just makes it a little bit different like it's every day of you know most of the time this is not a personal connection with even with these people that you're seeing all the time like it's still just all you are is like after every time i play bad here's this thing in my face and just at and immediately just talking about what went wrong it's a, that 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 starts to wear on you it's tough and so like things happen especially in our sport where it's every single day it's not just people have to do media every day in other sports but they don't have to do it after a game after a performance where honestly in our game you're supposed to fail so like you're going to want to go talk to a hitter that's on an over 20 slump and it's like okay so now every single day he's got to answer about how he's still over like you don't forget about that like that human that that guy doesn't forget about that and uh so it's it's, it's just it just makes it complicated like like you said most reporters out there most media they're trying to paint a nice picture and help you but how to get that information and stuff is like sometimes a lot okay i get it been in some of those situations myself it's not not fun asking questions when somebody's thinking it up believe me i mean that's why so many local reporters do kind of they're not openly rooting for their team but it's way more fun to cover a team that's good than shitty believe me i bet yeah believe Believe me on that one. Um, I'm curious if you followed the George Kirby situation at all in Seattle, where he came out after a recent start and said, quite frankly, I was surprised I was out there at the beginning of the seventh inning. Like he had been at 90 pitches or whatever. He came back the next day and backtracked a lot. Um, And there's been a lot of back and forth. There's been, although I didn't see anybody in his clubhouse publicly come out and back him. There have been reports that, this was very out of character for him, that he's well-respected in that clubhouse, et cetera. Since you're a catcher, kind of take us behind the scenes of what it is like these days and if it has changed significantly with so much analytics in the game when guys reach a certain pitch count and things like that. Are guys surprised? Do they have the ability to go to their manager or pitching coach and say, hey, I'm done? What's the protocol here? Um, I mean, I feel like everybody has the the right to go up to their manager and say they're done. Uh, It's just not going to go over well in the clubhouse. Um, You know, whether someone has a conversation with that pitcher about it or not, like, you know, it's not going to go over well in that clubhouse because you just want, you just want dudes that want to go out there every single day and, and and then act like it and stand by it on a daily basis. Um, And you know, obviously, like people are keeping track of pitch counts and all these things now. But you know, uh, if you're thinking about that that number, uh, then you're you're not really like locked into the point like where you need to be. Like you need to be like that's for let, let that's kind of the thing where like let the manager manage, let the players play. Like you go out there and it's like you just go play your hardest until it's your time to come out. Would you have less respect, though, for somebody who says, hey, listen, I don't feel my best today. Kids had a lot of starts. This is the most innings he's ever pitched in a year. If he had just gone up and said, hey, I don't think I'm the best guy for the job in the seventh inning. I mean, that's being a team player, isn't it? 
it is if you're tired if you're tired and like you know like you're like hey like i got something going on right now like we're like i can feel fatigue and like i feel like i'll be good to go for my next start if like if we turn it over to the bullpen right now uh you know if you truly think it's a health thing then yeah but if you're if you feel if your body feels good you know probably you know there's a, that's just the difference between i guess certain players who's the guy who literally has to have the ball taken out of his hand who's the biggest bulldog that you've played with on the mound <laughs> Uh, Rich Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rich, no matter what's happening, Rich wants to throw, Rich wants to throw 140 pitches. <laughs> he's like, he's like, manager's coming out and he's like, what? Uh, so I'm at 111? You're, ta you're taking me out? Like, he wants it. He loves throwing baseballs. Absolutely loves it. He'll go throw 110 in the game and then, a hundred more in the bullpen. <laughs> he's just not going to stop that dude. He's going to pitch when he's like 62. Yeah, he can. Probably, probably will. Um, we will be, uh, before we leave, I, I, I want to ask about pitch framing since you have become so good at it. Did you he see the video? Up. What's that? Nothing. I was talking shit. Okay. <laughs> Well, you have become great at it. really, really good. There's a kid who, uh, Robbie, if we can get the clip up of the, the pitch framer. There he is. Uh, how would you grade this pitch framing job? Oh, why is that? How's that not a strike? I don't know. The umpire didn't call that a strike? Tough. Look at that. That's how you, that's, that's, it's called effort, you know? Wait, if he didn't frame, you know, what if the umpire called a strike, you know? You got to go for it. Take your shots. Shooter's got to shoot. Pretty good. The ump didn't even have any fun. He looked it down at his counter to make sure he had the right count. <laughs> he wasn't like, <laughs> hey, I dude. bet that this kid has been doing it on every pitch, no matter what, the whole game. Pretty good. Pretty good. I love it. That's nice work. So was that Bruce Wayne or Bo Jackson that tried to That's pop in? Bruce just eating... So, so he doesn't want to eat. He's like a, he's the world's skinniest Great Dane. Why? He's What's going like, on? Hunger strike? No, it's just his, it's just his thing. He kind of grazes and now he's, he'll, he'll have his breakfast right now and he'll probably finish it at like 5 PM. God. How do the pooches like the Texas heat? They like it. Really? Yeah, the heat's great for them. We don't, I mean, they're not out there running around, but they're just, they like sunbathing. We got a nice little yard. Yeah, we're we're really liking Dallas a lot. Oh, good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, man, I hope there are no more pitching performances this year. I hope that's in the uh, rearview mirror. I do Put hope while you're on top, right? Yeah. I do hope that there's a, a playoff share in the near future. That would be fun. But enjoy these last ten days because you got you got a ballsy schedule coming up, and you if you guys are in, you will have earned it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be real fun. Well, well, I wish you luck. Sucks my team can't join you there, but oh well, bad way for Tito to go out. Feel for him. Yeah, he's the best too. 
They'll send you maybe a Tito, like, thanks Tito t-shirt. I think they're all wearing them next week during the next last homestand. I need that. Yeah. Yeah, I need that. Did you go say your goodbyes to him? Yeah, I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't talk to all of them for a minute. It's He's just he's just the best, you know? He just, he cares. He cares so much, and, you know, I don't know. It was nice to just, you know, remind him, like, dude, you did it. Like, you did it. You're going straight to, you're going straight to Cooperstown. Just go freaking chill. Dude, you get to play for two Hall of Fame managers in a short stint. That ain't bad. I know. I know. That's uh, what a blessing, man. Like that's, I definitely don't take that those things for granted because, uh, you know, I've been on the other end of it. I know you have. <laughs> All right, listen, man. Thanks for dropping by. Hopefully, we'll catch up with you during the playoffs if that's okay. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Uh, special shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Shirocco for Austin Hedges of the Texas Rangers. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.